find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, this is Anthony William, the medical medium. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week we talk about the most advanced healing information out there. We're talking about leafy greens. You know, you think about leafy greens, and maybe it's not a big deal. Like, why would he do a radio show about leafy greens? I'll tell you why. Because it means everything, no matter what diet you're on. So if you just say, if you're listening right now, it doesn't matter if you're on the best paleo diet, the best high-protein animal diet, the best vegetarian diet, the best vegan diet, the best plant-based diet, the best whatever diet, the best keto diet, whatever you think you're an expert at or you're an expert on, if you're not getting enough leafy greens, it falls flat. It becomes a problem. It's a disaster for the future. If that sounds like fear and chaos, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not. It's reality. It's truth. And truth matters when 10 years down the road and you're, you don't know what's going on and you got symptoms and conditions and you're sick and you don't know why you're mineral deficient and all these problems and you're seeing doctor after doctor after doctor and you didn't have all your leafy greens, the right ones at the right time in your life all these years. Think about it. Have you been eating leafy greens since you were a child? Lots of leafy greens? No, you haven't. This is an important show, so hang on there, fasten your seatbelts, get ready for this one, because um, this means a lot. I, I feel like it means a lot, because what happens is I see it over and over again. You're not getting enough leafy greens. You're not getting enough celery juice. You're not getting any celery juice. How about that? I mean, do you, does everybody have years of celery juice behind them? In their, in their whole being, of their whole nature of who they are and their existence, their physical nature all these years? No, they don't. They don't have that. Some people think juicing is just, it's just not a good thing, that you don't have to juice, that back a long time ago, no one had juicers, so why should we use them now? Back in the caveman time, nobody was juicing, so why do we need them now? Because we're in a different world right now. Toxins, pollutants, liver troublemakers, poisons that saturate the liver, all kinds of different viruses, bacteria, everything we're up against now, we need every edge we can get. And guess what? Everybody's digestive tract is basically annihilated by these things, okay? Bad, bad bacteria by the millions and billions inside their intestinal tract, and sometimes really bad versions of bacteria, bad streptococcus causing SIBO, E. coli, different groups of E. coli, different varieties of C. diff, all kinds of staph, all kinds of fungus sitting inside our intestinal tracts, thriving and taking up space, making it harder to absorb what we need to absorb our nutrients. Juicing is one of those life-saving elements life-saving elements. I juice every morning and I take my Omega juicer. That's the best juicer there is. They're hands down the best juicer there is out there. There's no question about it. I know all the juicers, the masticating ones, all the different ones, the ones with the gears, all that. I know all the juicers and Omega juicer is incredible. It's the one I use. I run my celery through there every single morning. I make sure there's leafy greens in my diet. You know, people say, well, what do you eat, Anthony? What do you eat? What's your whole thing? I'll tell you what I do eat. I'll tell you something that's in my diet. And it's no secret, okay? It's leafy greens. It's drinking celery juice. Absolutely. But here's the key. No matter what you do in your diet, whatever you believe in, I'm going to tell you right now, also I want to back up a little bit. We also need the potency and the quantity of the juice. That's critical. We can't get that just from eating. So we do need to eat 
our leafy greens because we get we get lots of minerals, lots of nutrients from that too, but we also still have to juice. We have to juice our celery. We have to juice other things too, not just celery. And so we do have to keep this in mind. You know, I like to juice just straight celery and then I like to eat my leafy greens and I'm going to talk about it all too. And we're up against so much so many pollutants, so many toxins, so much stress, so much adrenaline. When you get stressed out, okay, your adrenals purge and flood. They purge and flood. That's what happens. That adrenaline is toxic, abrasive. It's poisonous. It's like battery acid. It's corrosive. It gets in the intestinal lining. That that adrenaline gets into the intestinal lining, and it burns the lining, scorches it making it a campground for bad bacteria. It kills good bacteria. Our own adrenaline from when we're under stress destroys our good bacteria in our guts, our good microorganisms in our guts. And as all our good microorganisms and our good bacteria start to disappear over time from all that adrenaline scorching it and all the pollutants and poisons, we end up eating all these foods that feed bad bacteria. So we're still eating some eggs because we think eggs are healthy. We think phew, eggs are in a healthy diet now. We, we think that they're healthy, right? Meanwhile, they're not. They feed viruses, bacteria, pathogens, microorganisms. And when, they, when all your good bacteria is disappearing from stress, okay, and adrenaline scorching the linings of the intestinal tract and colon and all the way up to duodenum and everywhere, when that happens... We start eating, we're eating bad food too. We think we're getting a moderation diet, good moderation diet. We're eating a good, healthy, raw cheese. Maybe we're eating some eggs. We think we're doing good for ourselves. A little grass-fed butter. These things feed bacteria. They feed viruses. But this may not hit us all at once. It takes a few years for this to kind of happen and roll in and kind of roll along. And then we start getting our first symptoms. And we start getting our first issues. We start getting the bloating, you know, gas, gastritis. We start getting different things happening, cramps and all kinds of stuff and bad breath and all these different things. And our proteins rot in our gut and the fats that we're eating because we're all on high fat diets turn rancid and cake the linings. We got the bad bacteria proliferating and thriving off of all this. The good bacteria is diminishing and diminishing and probiotics doesn't cut it. A probiotic won't do it, won't take care of it. And that's why if we're not doing that celery juice, we're not doing that herb. And if we're not doing that powerful herb, the celery juice, and we're not getting our leafy greens in us when we need to like a spinach soup, which I'm going to talk about in a little while and other things, we're not replenishing. We're not killing off the bad bacteria as well. See, everybody thinks probiotic, prebiotic, probiotic. They're thinking all that kind of thing, right? But probiotic doesn't kill bad bacteria. If you're loaded with bad bacteria that's already been thriving, you can take all the probiotics you want. That doesn't stop bad bacteria. A probiotic isn't a killer of streptococcus. It's not a killer of E. coli. It's the very things that create SIBO, um, sinusitis, the, the, the all mucus and discharge, loose, you know, loose bowels when you're not supposed to have loose bowels, mucus in the stool, gas cramps, bloating, ulcers. I'm just naming a few. Diverticulosis, diverticulitis, I'm just naming a few things, appendicitis, you know, E. coli and strep, and strep in our system creates all this, rosacea, it's another one too, all that can just from all this down in there, and you think a probiotic is the fixer of that? You know, when I see a commercial 
on television or someone. I'm, I was at a friend's office and I was waiting because I was, I was going to go out to lunch with them. And, you know, I'm waiting and, and I'm in their office and there's a TV on in the office and it's sitting there and I see a commercial of a probiotic. Like it's this big answer. And then it's funny. I saw a commercial after the fish oil, fish oil, the very thing that actually feeds, feeds all viruses is fish oil because of the mercury, the trace, the trace essence of mercury left in every single fish oil capsule there ever was. And it feeds all that bacteria and all that, that viral stuff. It's amazing the world we live in where the information is so still backwards, not helpful. I, I always think sometimes it's just meant to be that way, just to keep people down and keep women down, keep women kind down. You know, I just really believe so. I believe that the system's actually set up to hurt people. But the professionals don't really know that. I mean, they're, they're, just, they're all, they're trying to help people. I get that. But the bottom line is, is that probiotic you're taking cannot kill off the bad bacteria that's already been growing over time for a long time. And you need to do something bigger and better than that. And leafy greens come into play. If there are not enough leafy greens in your diet, I promise you we're going to have problems later. I, I Look, I'd rather be straight out. I've always been straight out with you guys, always have. I love hearing sometimes out there in YouTube land and other places and all that and lectures and stuff when people say they're, they're straight out with them and then you're listening to the information and you're like, okay, sure, sure. Meanwhile, it's just nothing but propaganda to the usual stuff, to the usual songs everybody's singing. Listen, I'm being straight out. That's why I've always delivered the information to the core, the reality of it. If I wasn't, I'd be all about probiotics 24-7 and trying to sell you one probably too. Hey, here's my probiotic, you guys. Here's my, my new probiotic from Anthony William. Look, instead, what am I doing? You got to buy leafy greens, and Anthony William gets no pennies off of that. Not one cent, not one dollar. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want you juicing celery juice. Anthony William gets nothing off of that. The point is, is I want you guys to have it straight and know what's going on. So let's go, in, let's go into leafy greens have living microorganisms on them. Think about that. How could that be possible? You go to your go to your farmer's market in the summertime, in the fall, in the spring. You get any leafy greens whatsoever or any leafy green herbs, cilantro, parsley. You get any of these herbs. There's microorganisms riddled on there. You don't want to wash them thoroughly. You just want to rinse them off and get any dirt off or anything, and that's fine. Kale, out of the garden, there's microorganisms on there. They're called elevated biotics, undiscovered still by research and science. I brought elevated bio biotics. I brought that to the world through spirit and spirit's information. I put it in book one, medical medium book one. Okay. That's the one with the chest x-ray on the cover. So if you go to Amazon or you go and look for it, you'll see the medical medium book one. And, and that has a chest x-ray on. It's like a blue cover. You'll see that right there. Secrets behind chronic illness and how to finally heal. So here's the deal is elevated biotics is only on these fresh fruits and leafy greens you can get from farmer's markets, pick off a tree, pick out of your garden, or growing sprouts. If you grow sprouts in your kitchen, you grow some different sprouts in your kitchen. You can grow, grow broccoli spr uh, sprouts, fenugreek sprouts. You can grow different kind of um, sprouts that are really helpful, red clover sprouts. And when you're doing that, the microorganisms, they will just appear on these leaves naturally in the wild, even on your kitchen counter on a sprout. 
They will, they will prosper on there. These are the very microorganisms that create the B12 inside your body. So when you're doing leafy greens, you're getting your own B12 restored by your own body using microorganisms that come from these leafy greens called elevated biotics that end up in your ileum of your intestinal tract, creating abundance of B12 so you can heal and lose methylation issues and actually heal and rise above methylation problems, which are liver issues, um, vitamins can being converted issues, all these different issues that happen. And in fact, the MTHFR gene mutation, you won't even get that to ring up at a doctor's office through their testing. That's basically just an elevation of inflammation test anyway, but it won't even ring up if you're getting enough of these elevated biotics through leafy greens into your body that end up in your ileum producing B12 and get you out of trouble. This is a lot of information. It's a lot of information, but it's here for you so that you can heal and move forward. So here's the deal. We're growing all this bad bacteria in our guts, bad microorganisms in our guts. We're growing it all. It's prospering. We got the strep, we got the E. coli, we got all the different varieties of bad bacteria. So many so, it's not even cataloged or calculated by any science or, or, or research or any kind, of, any kind of institution. None of them are, have their fingers on all the different bad bacteria that's inside of us. But it grows, it prospers, and it, and it develops. And as it develops, we need something to knock it out, something to sweep it out, something to eliminate it out. Leafy greens not only have like your own that you grow in your garden or you grow with it or you get at the farmer's market, not only do they have these microorganisms called elevated biotics to it to actually repopulate your intestinal tract unlike any probiotic can ever or any kind of soil-borne microorganism can ever, not only are these elevated bi biotics that powerful and can repopulate, but the leafy green can sweep it sweeps the walls of the intestinal tract lining gently, caressing the walls. A lot of people think greens are hard and difficult to digest, but they're easy to digest. They're super easy. They're very leafy greens are actually pre-digested practically. They're easy to digest. That's not the problem. It's just that the fiber content touches, gently massages and touches the intestinal tract. So it touches the duodenum and small intestinal tract and colon. And people who are inflamed automatically from colonies of E. coli and colonies of streptococcus, because they have all these colonies of bad bacteria, they're elevated with inflammation. They also have the shingles virus. They also have the Epstein-Barr clinging to the walls of their intestinal tracts and linings. And when you have all that and bad fungus, not candida, that's a good fungus, bad fungus, when they have bad fungus all clinging to the walls of the intestinal tract, the nerves on the intestinal tract linings get hypersensitive. So that if you're not eating something really soft, like a piece of gooey bread that sits in the middle of your digestive tract, or you're not eating some eggs that turns into straight goo in the middle of your digestive tract, or having something like a piece of ham that just sits there in the middle of your intestinal tract, if you're not eating like simple things like that, or something soft, 
and smooth, you know, soft and smooth, something that feels like it's not abrasive and it becomes gooey inside of you. Or something like chicken, just plain chicken, which doesn't rub on the sides of the intestinal tract linings and colon. It collects there over time. The chicken fat gets rancid and it collects on there. And I'm not saying that because I'm anti-animal products or pro-vegan or pro-animal or pro-whatever. That's not what it is. I'm just saying it like it is. When these things like eggs and all this gets gooey, you don't feel it, you don't feel it move through. You don't feel it move through. And because you don't feel it move through, what happens is you think you're digesting it and you think you're digesting it fine. You see how it works? You eat some lettuce and you're just like, I can't digest lettuce. It's because you're feeling it. You're already inflamed. Now, this isn't everybody, but there's a lot of people that have this elevated inflammation in their intestinal tracts and linings and all that. But see, the leafy greens go in and they clean up those rancid fats and proteins that are rotting and also feeding bacteria on the intestinal walls. And I'm going to go into that a little deeper in a minute. So what I'm trying to tell you is the sensitive nerves in your intestinal tract and colon, those sensitive nerves are because we're inflamed by viruses like the shingles sitting in there causing mild colitis and the celiac, which is caused by bacteria and viruses and all these different conditions of the intestinal tract, the bowels getting inflamed, pockets in the bowels, pockets in the colon that expand. So expansions in the small intestinal tract where it's going normal and then boo, it puffs out like it's herniated. You know, we have all that in all of our guts and then the shrinking intestinal tract where there's narrowing. People have narrowing. So when something's kind of squeezing through, if it's not gooey and soft and squeezing through like eggs being gooey after you chew it and turns into just a mucus ball as you swallow it and, you know, goes down, you know, if that's going through those little narrowings, then you don't really feel it so bad, even though it's still feeding the problem and feeding the very bacteria that creates intestinal tract wall narrowings. So all of that, but when you start eating a little leafy green and you're one of these sensitive critters... And you start eating some leafy greens, say, oh, I'm not digesting good because your nerves, you're feeling it. You know, you're feeling it because you feel something. It's touching the walls of everything. What's doing, it's sweeping, it's cleaning, it's doing the cleanup, it's touching rancid fats, rotting proteins that have been there for years that are feeding all the bad bacteria. It's touching all this stuff. See, so it's cleaning up the system. That's a whole nother thing the leafy greens do. But what else do they do? They leave trace minerals behind that feed good bacteria. They're prebiotics. Celery juice, an herb, is a prebiotic. It feeds all of the good bacteria. That's what it does. The good thing about celery juice, I talk about my celery juice book, Medical Medium Celery Juice. You got to pick up that book. You won't be disappointed, I promise. What's in there, and I can't explain it all here. It's impossible. It's too big of a book. But what's in there is that Celery juice, the sodium cluster salts, they hit the bad bacteria. They hit it. The sodium cluster salt hits the bad bacteria, sucks the life out of it, pulls it apart, cleans out that bad bacteria, the poison inside of it. The carcass of the bacteria ends up being now fuel for good bacteria. Your good bacteria devours the bad bacteria because the sodium cluster salts and celery juice allowed that to happen. It actually allowed that to happen is what it did. So then when that good bacteria is feeding off of the dead bad bacteria, it's getting refueled 
and then that's how we're, we're prospering even more and more. There's so many good things about why you want to do the celery juices, the herb, the leafy greens, all of it. Celery juice is not a leafy green. It's got leafy greens on celery, okay? So the stalks you buy, the whole bit, there's leafy greens on there. So it is partly a leafy green, okay? But it is an herb. But I like the leafy green herbs, the cilantro, the parsley, the celery. I like these in your life. These are powerful in the leafy green herb family that I want you to be on. And celery juice and leafy greens go hand in hand together to recover illness, to stay healthy. So we have to remember that. You can't just, if you want to just do leafy greens, it's great. Bring in leafy greens in your diet. And I want to talk about quantities and all that as we go along. So I hope you guys all hang in there for this because we got so much to talk about. But you have to have the celery juice too. These are some of the tickets. I can't tell you how many people that are plant-based fail in their plant-based diet, fail in their recoveries because they don't have any celery juice in there or not enough, or they only tried it once, or no no leafy greens in there too. It happens all the time. All the people that leave the plant-based movement, all of them, that's, that ended up going to a doctor, a functional medicine doctor that believed in protein, 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 and they're not getting enough protein, and it was the, it was the vegan diet that hurt them. You know, and they hear that, and they just, they waft back and forth, or they just, or they start heading to animal protein kingdom again, and they start heading there. They're always, they're always at that point where they, they lose out because they never did enough leafy greens. They never knew about the 28-day cleanse in book one, medical medium book one. They never knew about uh, the 369 in liver rescue. And that's the thing. And I'm even talking about the plant-based movement where it was all high carb and low fat. That plant-based movement, there's a plant-based movement where it was low fat, um, high carb. They never did enough leafy greens. They did a handful of romaine lettuce. That was the big thing. It's some romaine lettuce once in a while. They, they eat a lot of fruit, a lot of starches, but they didn't do celery juice and they didn't do leafy greens. And that's how it works. And I can't tell you how many people in the paleo movement, the non-plant-based movement, where it's paleo or keto or animal protein or high animal protein or some kind of Mediterranean or animal protein, whatever it is, where they get sick. They get sick, but it's never blamed on their diet. It's never blamed on their diet ever. I mean, it's always blamed on the plant-based person. All you do is have to cough once and that's it. It's your diet. That's what happens. That's what everybody says. You can't escape that. You have to walk on water as a plant-based person. You can't, ha- you can't even have flatulence as a plant-based person. You can't have bad breath as a plant-based person because it's your diet causing it. You can't have anything wrong. But when your animal protein is some kind, no matter what it is, it's never blamed on diet. No way. It's just, hey, look, you're getting enough protein. That's all that matters. Okay, let's go look at something, something else it is. It's probably your genetics or your body's attacking itself or something else, or it's your metabolism or something. That's what will be thrown at that person. Or you're not exercising enough or you're not, maybe you're eating too much. Maybe you had too much fruit one day uh, five years ago. Here's the point, okay? I never said ever just to eat fruit, I never, ever, ever told anyone in my life to just meaning someone, someone that didn't have a particular problem. Not like I remember a long, long time ago, there was this child that could not eat anything. And the mom took this child everywhere. Didn't matter what this child would do or couldn't eat anything. There wouldn't be best doctors in the world. She flew her, she flew her son around 
the world to the best clinics, best conventional clinics there were on the planet, all around the globe, U.S., abroad, everywhere. And the child couldn't eat anything. And then, okay, Spirit said, bananas is going to be the key. And the child ate bananas and ate bananas only and recovered and it saved the child's life. Now the child's actually just filled with muscle, strong, an adult now, and living life, has children, has a family. And it's because of those bananas. And I've seen that too with papaya. But see, these are different circumstances. These are very trying, difficult times of food poisoning. Very, very, very trying, different, difficult times. And even then, the leafy greens had to come in later. They still had to come in in order to sustain that. So there's like people who have gone through heck and back with food poisoning, critical food poisoning issues. You know, I've seen more than one case of a child that could only eat banana too. It's just there's been more than one cases over the last three years. I talked to doctors where a doctor said, you know what? It's unbelievable. It's, it had a child that was, it could not eat anything. It didn't matter what it was. It'd be in debilitating cramping, except for, if, except for banana. And I even, I even saw that when I was talking to a doctor, we had a big conversation about it one time. And so I've seen a doctor go through that too, where it saved a child's life. But the leafy greens have to come later. Same thing with, you know, people when they get severe food poisoning, papaya is the only thing you can give them. When I had food poisoning as a child, when I had severe food poisoning as a child, um, the only thing that worked for me, Spirit said, was pears, was pears, okay? So I got these ripe pears off my, my great-grandfather's tree, and I had an abundance of them for like two or three straight weeks, and I lived off of these pears until I can bring in some leafy greens and bring in some celery juice. The point is, is that that's the only times I've ever, ever, ever recommended or seen where fruit on its own for a certain purpose, and there are these certain rare situations, but other than that, everybody I've ever talked to recommended a diet or, or some kind of food regime or some kind of food, you know, food syst- uh, system, some kind of recovery system. Leafy greens were in there. Celery juice was in there. Other things were in there besides fruit. And so, but fruit is really, it's an important key to our health and we can't lose that. But the bottom line is when you're plant-based, whether you're plant-based in, in, in the mindset of say low carb, low fat plant-based, you have to have those leafy greens or the celery juice and you have to have them long enough, long enough. It can't be for one month in your life out of five years of being plant-based. It's just, it's just, it's, you're going to miss out. Same thing with paleo, same, same with keto, same with any kind of other diet, animal protein. If you're not doing leafy greens and the celery juice, you're going to end up having problems. You're going to have problems because it's the missing link. And I've been saying this since day one, day one, going back decades now, decades, it's the missing link. It's that critical. And you have to take it that seriously. It's not just the mineral salts that you have to have, which are critical for our life. The trace mineral salts, it's the phytochemical compounds, it's the alkaloids, it's all of it that's in these leafy greens. It's the antioxidants, it's the trace mineral nutrients, it's all of that, it's the micronutrients. It's even more than that, it's an energy in the leafy green. There's an energy within the leafy green for the human body. There's a symbiotic relationship that they need each other. 
it's so critical if we want to go in that direction. I know I don't go in that direction all the time or I talk about that, but it's that important. And there's vegan diets and plant-based diets that are actually are, they're not about the low-fat ones. They're all about the keto vegan, keto plant-based. It's all about heavy fats all the time, the nut butters, the nuts and everything else and the oils and the coconut oil and everything like that. Where's the leafy greens? Where's all the leafy greens? And that's why that crowd tends to go away from vegan eventually once they start getting sick or they're losing some weight and they're getting a little bit better in different ways because they cut out gluten, they cut out dairy products, they cut out animal proteins, and they end up getting sick too because we all have things in us and troublemakers and heavy metals that it's not coming out. And leafy greens helps get those out, get the bad bacteria out, get the viruses out a little bit, get the toxic heavy metals out, get the poisons out of the liver so you don't get sick. So no matter where you go, on what diet front you want to be on without the leafy greens and the celery juice, you're lost. It's amazing. And you know, it's not like this information's out there. Spirit's the only one putting this information out there. That's it. It's coming from spirit. It's coming from up there. And, and that's where I get the information if you haven't, if you don't know anything about the medical medium. But the point is, is that that's where it has to come from because no one else has ever talked about it. It's, it's unbelievable. We're still stuck in that whole protein world, high fat world, and, and we're all still stuck in that not eating enough leafy greens and, and all of that. So it's important. Leafy greens hold precious and vital mineral salts, partially composed of a group of cofactors associated with sodium. And in the case of celery juice, it's a sodium cluster salt, which is entirely different than what's in a leafy green. But in the spinach, there's this partially comp- there's this group of cofactors associated with sodium. That group of cofactors is powerful too, such as trace bioavailable iodine, chromium, sulfur, magnesium, calcium, potassium, silica, manganese, and molybdenum. You know all of that critical for neurotransmitter and neuro support, neuron support, the foundation, the building blocks, the electrolytes, all of that. See. The electrolytes, they come from the celery juice, especially the celery juice. Nothing beats that. But the, but the leafy greens also hold these different constituents, these different things of electrolytes, these different power sources of electrolytes, the different groups of electrolytes too, so we can get some of those from there. These leafy greens are high in enzymes, enzymatic power. Celery juice has, like in the celery juice book, the medical medium celery juice book, you'll read about the enzymes in celery juice, which is unmatched. But still, the leafy greens, you need those enzymes too. Vitamin A, vitamin B, folic acid, alkaloids, healing alkaloids, plant compounds that fight disease are in leafy greens. And if you're only eating a handful once in a while in a mixed green salad at a restaurant, it's not going to be enough. Micronutrients for restoring the endocrine system. The power these leafy greens have providing micronutrients to restore the endocrine system, these unique groups of nutrients working together to feed all organ systems, all the organ systems. That's the power I'm talking about from leafy greens. So guess what? Let's just throw all that away. Who cares? Let's just make sure you get plenty of eggs. Let's just make sure you get, you know, some turkey. Let's just make sure you get plenty of nuts and nut butters if you're vegan. Let's just make sure you get plenty of avocado and some oils and maybe get some fish oil too. Take some fish oil capsules, take some whey protein powder. You know I'm kidding, right? I don't want you on any of that really. And make sure <laughs> make sure you're getting, you know, let's just say, let's make sure, let's, let's focus on oatmeal. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with oatmeal, but the point is, is that's what I'm saying is without these leafy greens, everything else will fall flat. It will fall flat. It won't be enough. Not in this world. Not with what's going on in this world. Not with the viruses and the bacteria and everything else we're up against in this world. Not with all the chronic illness and the suffering and the anxiety and the depression and the memory loss and the brain fog that we're dealing in this world and the headaches and the migraines and the tingles and numbness and vertigo and aches and pains and ringing in the ears and body aches, body burning, all that different stuff. Body burning, that's the body feeling like it's on fire, the skin, rashes, lupus-related rashes, eczema, psoriasis, all related rashes, all the different problems everybody has. It's not going to be enough. It's going to fall flat without the leafy greens and celery juice. That's it. I, I look, you know, I mean, I'm just kinda, I just got to tell you, <laughs> uh, you know, I got to keep on going. I got to keep on going. That's what I have to do. Wake up in the morning and say, let's, what can I do for everybody? What can I do? How can I help you? Greens are the most bioavailability for, for the protein aspect too. And I don't even care about that. I don't care about protein, 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 because there's protein in everything. Protein's not the problem. If we, if we were, like, if we weren't sick in this world and the whole world wasn't getting sick, I mean, then, you, then look, I mean, if protein was the answer, the whole world's getting sick. What does it make any sense? Think about it. So there's plenty of protein in greens. There's plenty of protein in all foods. It's not even the problem. But if you're worried about, if you're one of those protein people, then don't have any fear. There's protein in greens. That's the thing. And the thing is with the greens, the protein in greens, no other protein touches it. It's the best protein there is. Even though it's actually the mineral salts, not the protein in the leafy greens the body needs to build muscle with, the proteins are still good in, in the leafy greens. Building muscle all hinges upon a carbohydrate and mineral salts. Building muscle all hinges upon a carbohydrate and mineral salts. That's how it works. I want to talk about bulking for a minute. Bulking with people who are weightlifting, bulking with people who are actually pushing weights, they're trying to get big, they're trying to get muscles, all that stuff. I want to talk about that a little bit. What people find when they don't have enough carbohydrates in their diet, what they find is they can't bulk up those muscles as big as they want to get them. They can't get the muscles to where they need to be. They can't build them like they want to. So they end up adding carbohydrates to their proteins, which is fat. So they put fat and carbohydrates together, and they end up building more muscle because they brought carbohydrates in, but they kept the fats. And because they kept the fats, they kept fat on their body. So they bulk up. They end up with a layer of fat plus more muscle. And then they're in the realm of how do we cut back? How do we cut back to somehow get the fat off of us and try to keep the muscle? It's a game that doesn't work out that good because now you're trying to cut back. Now you're going, it's a yo-yo. <clears throat> you're going back and forth on a yo-yo and you're like trying to cut back on food and cut back on carbs again, but you don't get rid of the protein and the fat. So you end up, you end up getting stuck where you get stuck with this little excess weight on you and you're trying to get rid of it, but then you start losing your muscle once you get rid of carbohydrates again. Because carbohydrates is the one thing that builds muscle. It's that and mineral salts. It's carbohydrates. And that's the whole point. But if these people just did carbs and greens, leafy greens, lots of carbs, healthy carbs I'm talking about, healthy carbs like fruits and leafy greens and celery juice. If they did these things all together, 
you'd be able to build bigger muscle and not get the fat layer. That's the whole thing, and not get the fat layer. Why do you think someone has to use a carbohydrate to bulk up in order to get more muscle? Why do you think they need to bring that in? Because when they're on just their lean meats and their vegetables, they can't get the muscle. They just can't get the muscle they want. So they have to bring in all these carbs, and it's called bulking. And you end up with a layer of fat on the body. And that layer of fat shows, hey, the, the, what that layer of fat is, it's from all the protein and all the, and all the dense fat plus the carbohydrate combined. You can't put those together. Leafy greens contain omega-3s naturally. So they're already in there. If someone's worried about omega-3s and all the omega-3 fatty acids, they contain them. Leafy greens have them. Butter leaf lettuce, red leaf lettuce, they all have it. Greens hold some of that. So that's something right there that's automatically in there. So it's something to know about. Barley grass juice powder is a critical leafy green, critical one. I like the Vimergy barley grass juice powder. It's V as in Victor, I, M as in Mary, E-R-G-Y. They have the best spirulina. They have the best barley grass juice powder. Hands down, I've ever come across yet. It's a mom and pop company. I love those guys because they care about people. And when I use it, I know it's good. And I know it's good. And so that's the kind of leafy green I really like. And barley grass juice powder, I make sure that's in there. I do the heavy metal detox smoothie every morning. I put the Vimergy barley grass juice powder in there. I put the Vimergy spirulina in there. I get the frozen wild blueberries. I put that, I even use the Vimergy uh, wild blueberry powder. I mix it up. I mix it up in some coconut water. I put it in a smoothie. But the point is, that's what you need. I throw some cilantro in there, which is my other leafy green. I like getting my leafy greens from like the fresh cilantro. I like dulse. It's a sea leaf. It's a leafy vegetable. So I like dulse, which is a le- which is a leafy vegetable. That's what I love. But my leafy greens is mache, which is mosh, watercress. I love that one. Swiss chard, lettuce, red leaf lettuce, um, green leaf lettuce, spinach, kale, I love all those. This is my leafy greens that I use all the time. Darker leafy greens plus lighter leafy greens. I love them all. So that's what I do. And then I love that dulse in my smoothie for the heavy metal detox smoothie, which is a sea leaf, a sea vegetable. I love that one. And so I put the cilantro in there, which is a leafy green. I put the Vimergy barley grass juice powder. I'm getting... My leafy greens, I wish you guys could because it's that important. The trace minerals, how alkalizing it is, it's all incredible. And then, you know, it's – so what matters is if you're into – like even if you're into exercising and you're not just trying to recover from a chronic illness and build some muscle, you're just – you feel fine and you want to build muscle. You don't have to combine all that fat with all those bad carbs to try to bulk up because that's what people do now. You want the healthy carbohydrates – You want the fruits, you want the mangoes, you want the papayas, you want all that in there. You want the oranges, you want the apples, you want the pears, you want all that healthy fruit. You want the the blueberries, the wild blueberries, and then you want to combine that with leafy greens and celery juice. Make sure that's in your program, whether you're plant-based or you're paleo or you're animal protein and you're adding in animal protein into your diet or if you're plant-based and you're adding in something else into your diet, it could be beans. I see plant-based people on beans, whatever it is. That's what you want to do. And that with your workout is how you start building some muscles, you know, and unless you're, you know, unless you've been through chronic illness, been through hell and back, you got fatigue, you got nerve pain, and you're trying to get rid of the viruses through the medical medium information to clean those viruses out. And you're trying to start to work out again for the first time in a long time, then you take it easy. And I'm going to do a whole show on that again. 
about how all that works. You can recover your muscles, recover your bodies as you're healing from chronic illness. So I'll do a whole show on that too. And I'm also going to do a show on just in general muscle building, bodybuilding in the future because it's never been my focus. My focus is about saving lives, offering life-saving information that's ahead of science and research and chronic illness, getting people recovered from the depths of despair. That's always been my focus. It's not about building a few muscles. It's always been about recovering people so they can get to a point where they can work out. And, and because they can't, because they're suffering and they're sick. They got the lupus and the MS and they got the hives breaking out, the fatigue, the anxiety, severe depression, body aches and pains, their face hurt, nerves, teeth hurt. They can't talk. They can barely walk. So the people I've helped out recovering my whole life for decades. So I never, I never worried about the bodybuilding aspect of it because it's about saving lives, not about getting somebody to look better for the beach. That's never been my issue. It's never been my goal to worry about that, but I do help professional athletes. I do help them to get better on their game, all of that over the years, absolutely, and to build more muscle and get more agile, more flexibility and all of that, of course. But the goal has always been people suffering, struggling, getting out of the depths of despair of the chronic illness, finally getting answers for the first time ahead of science and research so they could rise above it, helping out their family members, all of that. And that's what the books are about. And that's what the, these shows are about. Leafy Greens are a part of that. So let's move on to the next part of Leafy Greens. This is so great. The 28-Day Cleanse in Medical Medium Book 1, the 28-Day Cleanse, I love that one. Powerful. I've seen it bring lives back long before that book was published. And the spinach soup in the 28-Day Cleanse. And this is for anybody who's animal protein, non-animal protein, because it's a 28-day cleanse to get them back on track. I've seen people live on this 28-day cleanse for years in their life, recovering themselves, getting themselves in, in, the, in, in where they want to be, the perfection to their health to the way they want. But the bottom line is um, spinach soup is a big part of it all. That spinach soup, you take a whole bunch of spinach in there. I'm not talking about a little handful of spinach. I'm talking about like two, three cups of spinach half a container, half a big container. I put one full container in there and you keep on blending it up in your, in your mixer. Keep on blending it up. I throw it in the food processor and I do it. I like it in the blender, the mixer. I really like it in the blender for this one. Two and a half cups of chopped, um, chopped spinach. Love it. I put that in there. It's incredible. I throw a couple of large tomatoes in there. Makes an, I, I, you could put cherry tomatoes in there. I, I like the large tomatoes. An heirloom tomato I like to put in there too. Two heirloom tomatoes. I like to put a, a good handful of cilantro in there too. And one stalk of celery or half a stalk of celery. Believe it or not, just put that in there. I like a little, a half clove of garlic. If you're a, a you know a garlic person, I love garlic. It's a, it's a miracle medicine too. I love it. So I put like a half a clove in there. Sometimes it's too strong for other people. People hate garlic. It's all that. And then I squeeze some fresh oranges in there, tangerines. Just a couple of tangerines or a couple of oranges I squeeze in there. I make sure they're not the real bitey ones. They, they're sweet. They're easy. You know, they're easy on easy on the taste buds. And you know, different oranges, different times, different citrus is out at different times. Sometimes you get an orange, it's really bitey. It's got a little little bit of an acidy t flavor and it's too sprightly. And But there's a lot of oranges that are sweet, they're juicy, they're delicious. So you can't be afraid of them because they're amazing for the body. I squeeze that in there, I blend it up. And you got the spinach soup. You blend it up real nice, fill it in nicely in a good size bowl. You sit there and you have that as your meal. That is an incredible way to get a large amount of spinach leafy greens in you to get you better. Now, if you're someone that's in fear 
of the whole, hey, oxalic acid, oxalates, oxalic acid, spinach, stay away from it. You're completely wrong. The fresh spinach, there's nothing of that concern going on there at all. It, it's far from it. It's when you cook spinach, it's the opposite. See, somebody flipped that a while back with misinformation years ago. I don't know who did it or how they did it or how they accomplished it. I don't know if it was on purpose, by accident, by default, whatever, but they flipped it. They said cooking your spinach, you know, to get rid of the oxalic acid. That's the only way you should eat. That's, that's the opposite. You hinder the spinach. You hurt the spinach. You make the oxalic acid actually, uh, you destabilize it. You know, when it's, when it's that, but when it's in raw spinach, it's in a form that's completely harmless. It's not, a, it's not an issue with oxalic acid at all when it's raw. And its raw state is the way to eat your spinach. It brings back vitality and health. So many people, I mean, I've worked on over 200,000 people with individually over the last 35 years recovering their health. I can't tell you what that spinach soup has done to save lives in the past. From people who were in their teens to to um, people in young adults, to people who are older, to elders, to people in their 90s, I can't tell you what that spinach soup has done. And so you want to bring that in. It's a great, easy way to do this. And it's really a great healing power. It really has. It's incredible. So, you know, let's keep on going. Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, no matter what diet you subscribe to, it's not going to hold. It's not going to hold without adequate leafy greens. A person needs at least two and a half cups of chopped greens daily. That's the minimum. Most need more than that. And all of that along with your celery juice. You guys, all of that along with your celery juice. It's that important. Now, if you can't do that every day, it's okay. It's okay. Can you do it twice a week? Look, baby step. We can totally baby step this because you're still going to get a lot of good out of it. Can you do it once a week for me? Once a week for your family. Can you do it once a week for the person who cares about you the most? I mean, I care about you, but you have somebody in your life that, you know, you see every day and they care about you. You, you want to do it for them, okay? Do it for me if you can. But if you, you want to do it for them, you want to do it for the people that love you and your family, you want your closest friends, you want to do it for them. Because when you're doing that, you're going to be healthier, stronger, less ailments, less problems, less issues with your health. And it's going to give them a better life. And then they may start doing it. Look, pick up the Medical Medium Life-Changing Foods book. Medical Medium Life-Changing Foods. I talk about leafy greens. I have a section of leafy greens in there. And I talk about the conditions leafy greens help. I talk about the symptoms leafy greens help. They help with depression. They help with Lyme disease, infertility. They help with ADD, anxiety. They help with all kinds of different endocrine disorders, adrenal fatigue, insomnia, they help with all kinds of stuff, lymphedema, skin disorders, acne. They help with PMS, hormone imbalances, dry skin, scaly skin, calcifications, low platelet count, abdominal cramping, arrhythmia, heart palpitations, balance issues, blisters on the body, which are viral, body aches, brain fog, cavities. Yes, cavities in the teeth, chest tightness, which is neurological, which is your vagus nerve, dizziness, even airwax buildup, leafy greens help. Jaw pain and even knee pain. That's just some of the things in life-changing foods. I just, I just read that right out of life-changing foods, that part right there. So 
you know, leafy greens are that important. Look what they can do for you. Look how important it is. They can give you alkalinity, but they can help rebuild your hydrochloric acid. Now, celery juice helps rebuild your hydrochloric acid like no other, but the leafy greens also add to it too and help rebuild it. That's another thing too. They help you digest. They strengthen your digestion. They bring you enzymes. They ease your pancreas. They can prevent pancreatitis, pancreatic cancer, pancreatic tumors, pancreatic problems. They can prevent diabetes, type 1, type 2 diabetes for the future. You see why the leafy greens are important? They can balance blood sugar, work with the hormones. These are just some of the things the leafy greens can do. It's that powerful. So the bottom line is, if you got a guru that you go to, and you got a book you love out there, and if you're not getting enough leafy greens in the diet and celery juice, that book's falling short. And the guru's falling short. Not because the guru's not a good person. It's not that at all. I'm sure, you know, that guru is a great person. I'm sure that coach is a great person. I'm sure that trainer is a great person. I'm sure that trainer seems like they got it all down in the gym and they got some muscle. They know all kinds of stuff about protein and what shakes to use. And they, and they know about, you know, different things and all that and, and all of it. I'm sure they're really good, too, with what they do. Absolutely. I'm sure your best functional medicine doctor is good at what he does. I'm sure that book or pamphlet you picked up or something you found online or that website on, online, but if it doesn't have the celery juice, if it doesn't have the celery juice in the right amount, so make sure you get the medical medium celery juice book so you know the right amount of celery juice to use. If you don't have the right amount of celery juice and the right amount of leafy greens and the different varieties of leafy greens in your diet on a daily basis, no matter what you're doing, you're missing the most important aspect of your health and your life, your well-being and your recovery. Think about that. So whatever you subscribe to, whatever that might be, whatever that is, it's not going to be true. It's not going to be true to who you are, your physical needs, your body, your organs, what your soul needs if the leafy greens and the celery juice aren't there. Bottom line, that's it. And if you're into the whole like ancestry thing where it's the paleo and the old old cavemen and all that, if you're into that whole thing where, where all that, that, that fake science gets developed, just like fake science and all the movements and everything from veganism to paleoism to all that, where everybody's just throwing science at each other and they're hoping something sticks on the wall because they're hoping and they're just all digging for things, whatever you believe in that you fell into, okay, just know that the world has changed. The world has changed 10 years ago, you guys. The world has changed 15 years ago. We're more polluted now. We're more hindered now by pathogens that have basically mutated. Epstein-Barr was nothing like it was when I was, do when I was doing this back 20 years ago, helping people. 20, 25 years ago, the varieties of Epstein-Barr that were out there now compared to the ones that are being passed around now that people are contracting. Nothing like it was. We're up against toxic heavy metals like never before in history. We're inundated with toxic heavy metals. We're desperate to get the heavy metal detox smoothie for medical medium. We're, we're desperate to get that out of the body, those metals out of the body. We're desperate to get those leafy greens and the barley grass juice powder in us every day. We're desperate to get the celery juice in us every day to pull this stuff out. So if we think about, hey, back in the old days, back thousands of years ago, you know, uh, men just picked a few berries and they hunted down some game and they ate a few mushrooms and that's what they needed. Can that, that that, that does not apply. It doesn't. It doesn't apply at all. We have so many different disorders that have developed that never existed ever in history before ever. 
So many different diagnoses somebody can get, so many non-diagnoses they can get with so much confusion, with so many different problems and symptoms. Mystery chronic illness has turned into something unlike ever before in our history today. And that's why we need the juices. That's why juicing is critical. If you're one of those that believes, you know, you have to have the fiber. Yeah. Who's, who's taking your fiber away? I'm telling you to eat leafy greens. I'm telling you to eat fruits and vegetables and leafy greens. Who's taking your fiber away? Because that's the only place we get fiber. So pretty much the only place we get real fiber. But the celery juice and juicing is critical because our bodies aren't even able to handle food so good. They're so worn down internally. Our guts are such a mess. We need the revitalization of the juices to revitalize the strength in this so we can actually even handle fiber. That's the whole point. So we can even handle fiber to the degree that we need to handle it. That's how important it is. You can juice your leafy greens too. I like doing two juices. I like big, big celery juice in the morning is what I like to do. At the end of the day, I like to do a whole nother juice where I add celery and then I add a few more things. Of course, it stops the celery juice from working, the celery itself. But I add the leafy greens, cucumbers. I like the cucumber and leafy green juice. That's what I like at the end of the day. Maybe a couple of stalks of celery in there. It's not going to do what the celery juice did in the morning because by itself, it's, it has to be by itself to do the power it really has. But I like separating, like doing two juices. But the point is, is juicing is important, so you need to know that. That's why I used my Omega juicer, and I just put it all through there, and that's it. It's the best one that ever, that's ever been made out there. But the bottom line is you guys have to make sure you're getting your leafy greens. So look, I know this show is probably tough on a lot, of, a lot of people because you're hearing me say, look, no matter what you're subscribing to out there, if you don't get enough leafy greens and the juices and the celery juice applied into it, it's not going to be its best. And I get it. If I heard that, if I was living my life and listening to the best doctor out there or the best book I read or whatever it is that's out there on stuff and I'm doing it and, and all of a sudden I'm hearing this right now, I'd probably be irritated too. But just kick back, sit back and realize I'm working for you. I'm working for you. You can just throw it away. You can throw what I'm doing away. You can throw what I'm me working for you away. You can push it aside. You can forget about it. Maybe, maybe it's wasted energy on my side then because maybe you don't like that. And you're just like, I don't care if he's working for me. Who cares? But I'm working for you no matter what. I'm there. Whether you like it or not, I'm working for you, okay? I wake up in the morning. I want you to get better. And I'm hoping you hear this message. I'm hoping you hear this message. There's no infomercials on this, on this radio show. There's no infomercials trying to sell you 20,000 products. That's the bottom line, okay? Never received a penny from any of the products I've ever even recommended. The point is is that I'm here to tell you to do leafy greens. And I don't got this thing where I've, I've all of a sudden bought out every leafy green farm in, in the world. So you guys are going to run and get your leafy greens and, and make me a big, big, you know, big rich man. It has nothing to do with anything. I'm telling you to juice celery, go to your store and buy it. I'm telling you to pick up your leafy greens and recover your health. That's what's critical. I love you guys. And I stand by you and um, believe in you. And I know how hard you work. And I wish I, wish I had time to, I, you know, I got to tell you that more, how much I really am blown away at which, what, what you do every day and what you're doing out there. You're fighting for truth and not just truth in your health and the hard work you're doing, but you're even spreading this information and the answers around. And I really do appreciate it. I love you. Spirit loves you for it. And I um, want you to take care. And till the next show. All right. Bye.